everybody welcome to the true crime squad i'm christy brower here with my sister co-host and partner in crime katie weaver hey katie hello how's it going oh it is going i feel mm-hmm. like i've spent all of january not accomplishing much and letting a lot of things kind of pile up and finally the last that. two days yeah i've been like enough is enough <laughs> i made my list and checked it twice and man i have blasted a lot of things off my list that have been hanging over my head so yeah the, the life of a procrastinator but <laughs> nice um i'm still in procrastination mode so i'm glad to hear that someone's gotten out of it well i've been for a minute here we are i'm impressed that's i can great. honestly say at this point right now i don't owe anyone anything well hey that's fantastic yeah. yes it's nice for a minute i mean it never lasts by tomorrow i'll probably owe someone something but <laughs> But as of right this minute, I don't owe anyone any project, reading, money. Well, I never owed anybody any money, but you know, yeah, yeah. I just, nothing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, it feels it. good for just yeah. a minute. Yeah. But it does. Well, cool. Well, I don't owe anybody anything either, but I'm also not getting much done. <laughs> well, you know, that's just, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't quite kicked all the way into gear after the holidays, but mm-hmm. it's coming, I think. Well, this is our Wednesday episode, and we had a rough time deciding what to cover because there is so much to cover right now, but there was big movement today in two cases that we have been talking about, two really important cases. And so, Katie, why don't you go ahead and start us off with an update in Athena's case? Yes. So we opened our investigation into the Athena Brownfield uh, disappearance last Wednesday, on case updates. Yeah. This is Athena. Athena uh, was missing out of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So the initial, look how darling she is, look at that beautiful face. So the initial reports were that last week, a male lady on the 10th, a male lady found a five year old outside wandering around like she didn't know. Uh, where she or a five or six year old uh, mm-hmm. that appeared to be alone. And yeah. so she talked to her and she told her she couldn't find her sister and that she was all alone. So she stepped into the house that she was uh, kind of in the yard in front of. And indeed there was nobody home. And this little girl also had expressed to her that she was hungry. Mm-hmm. So she called the sheriff, thank God, who came. I mean, honestly, the male lady's the first big hero in this case. Oh, she sure is. She did the right thing. Um, She called the police who came and responded and got this darling little girl uh, into custody. And she told them that she was tired of being alone and that she couldn't find her sissy. Told them that she lived with, uh, they call, she called her mom and she also called her Allie. And then she called him dad or uncle Ivan. Mm -hmm. And so they start trying to find the people who live here and they contact the landlord, the, or the owner of the home, who turns out to just be 
Perhaps the landlord, though, he had a lot of pictures of the little girls on his socials. So some people have said he's the grandfather, uh, but his friends are online saying he's not the grandfather, but mm -hmm. had some association with this family at any rate. Mm -hmm. So he gives them, you know, the contact info for these two. So law enforcement calls the mother, mm -hmm. who's not really her mother. We think that... This part's very unclear at this point, but they were not the parents of these little girls, uh, Alicia and Ivan. They were the cousins, perhaps. We're not entirely sure what their relation was, but they have been raising them for more than a year, maybe two years. Mm -hmm. uh, according to law enforcement during that time, they have never taken these children to the doctor or enrolled them in school or anything. Mm. And so they contact her. She's in Oklahoma City with a new boyfriend living it up. Mm. And they contact him. And their stories don't really match up. Mm -hmm. So they arrest her and charge her with child endangerment. Because essentially, Ivan has taken their four older children and gone to Arizona. And she, Alicia, is in the city with her boyfriend. And this little child has been left home alone. And they have no idea where the other one is. So that's basically what the police are faced with in the very beginning. So they interview both parents and, you know, him from Arizona. She, they make her come back. And basically, they both give stories that don't match. And do not match the data that they are receiving from uh, their cell phones. Mm -hmm. So they re-interview her two days later. And at that point, she starts to spill her guts. She tells the police that on Christmas Day, late at night, that Ivan beat Athena to death. Mm -hmm. And then loaded her, and, and the arrest warrant is graphic. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you. You don't need it. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, that he beat her to death. I mean, realize this was a tiny four-year-old. A tiny, tiny four-year-old. Yeah, the pictures of her, she was very little. Very little. Yeah. Um, that he then loaded her in his vehicle and drove her to a different part of Oklahoma where they used to own property, a place called Rush Springs. Mm -hmm. He supposedly told Alicia that he buried her near a fence line that was next to their old residence mm -hmm. and that he placed a large broken branch over the burial site. That's what the arrest warrant says. So, of course, they then charge him with first degree murder and child uh, endangerment. Because also, according to her, she was already gone and he's the one we believe, this is where it gets a little hairy, but we believe that they're claiming that he's the one who left the older sister, Adina, home alone. Mm -hmm. So he's charged in Arizona and is, uh, of course, being extradited or has been extradited back to Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. um, in the meantime, there has been a full-scale search for this baby girl and... Just as of this afternoon at about 3.30 p.m., the uh, authorities have said that they have found 
the uh, body of a child. They are not confirming yet that it's Athena Brownfield, but they found the body of a child in the Rush Springs area mm-hmm. in Grady, or Grady County. And so, of course, the uh, the belief there, of course, is that this is the little one in uh, question, that this is Athena. Yeah, and, of course, they won't confirm that probably for a couple of days. But uh, if it's not, then what the hell is happening in Oklahoma? Yeah. But I'm suspecting that it is. And this is yeah. the area in which uh, the child was found. Yeah. So it's a horrifying case. It, it is. I have, oh, so many questions, but I want to give you a little peek into mom, who is also, of course, charged. She is charged with two counts of, oh, no, that's Ivan's. She's charged with two counts of child neglect. I am wondering if she cut a plea deal already or if she made a deal because she sure turned that info over fast mm-hmm. and two counts of child neglect is not enough. No, no, nowhere near enough. But yeah, it does make you think she's agreed to testify against him. Her bail um, has also been set at $500,000, which is the whole lot for child neglect. Yeah. Um, so there may be more charges coming for her, but uh, in the meantime, this woman witnessed her husband and just judging by reading the arrest warrant and what she told the police happened if she's telling the truth because we'll see yeah i mean she has zero credibility at this point so zero yeah but if she's telling the truth then she witnessed her husband hold a four-year-old down and beat her to death and then load her in their vehicle drive her to another part of the state and bury her and come back on the 26th, and then they just carried on with life like it was normal. Well, I mean, she then left him. Yep, and, and then left she left her him. children and the other and the other child there with him, knowing mm-hmm. what he did. Yep. Oh, God. But I want to show you a few screenshots of uh, what she's been up to online because there has been no uh, shortage of her posting stuff online. Let's see. First of all, brand new fingernails. Got her nails done on December 29th. Oh, my God. You know, you're living with a murderer. Your kids are living with a murderer. That's okay. Just go ahead and get those nails done. an accessory of some sort because you knew about it and have not reported it. Yeah. But, guys, she had to. They had a big party to go to for New Year's Eve. Oh, my God. Look at her all dressed up. That's disgusting. And here she is on New Year's Eve, partying it up with, guess who? Ivan. Mm. Okay, fine. Literally the day after, two days after New Year's Eve, she starts posting on her socials about her new boyfriend. This is These are pictures with him. Best night with the man of my dreams. Well, I don't know anything about the new man, but I would say the bar's fairly low. Uh, yeah. But also, he should run like hell. Well, and all of this happens in a two-day time frame. She's mm-hmm. left yep. her husband and children for mm-hmm. whoever this dude is. Yep. There she is with her husband doing their thing. Just a couple of days later, here we are now. 
Wow. Uh, additionally, he posted this on her socials. She started a new social uh, presence after, as she was leaving her husband, essentially. Mm-hmm. He posted this to her page uh, after the weekend in question, where Adina was uh, abandoned. Just wanted to tell you how much this weekend meant to me. Best weekend I've ever had. Just one of the many we will have. Life's a rocky road, but we're going to get through this and build something we never thought possible. We got this, baby girl. Thank you for all you've done for me. And Ivan posted that? No, no. The new boyfriend posted that. The new boyfriend posted that. Oh, my God. And she, of course, responds, you're the best. Can't wait to build the best life with you. This is... Wow, this whole thing is taking place. These these are the posts that psychopath are level shit. Mm-hmm. Like there's no remorse here at all. Mm-hmm. This one was posted on January second. Interesting foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. When you see me with everything I deserve, just know I waited my turn. What? Oh, you're going to get everything you deserve. Oh yeah, yeah, you Alicia, sure are. You are going to get everything. You deserve. Holy I sure hope shit, that you do. Man. Like, wow. what the hell is this? It's just astonishing. Insanity. Just truly astonishing. Yeah, definitely sociopath yeah. level stuff. Uh, I'm just so dumbfounded and sickened. I'm so sad for all of the children in this house. Um, I have some pictures and I'm not going to put them on here, even with faces blurred, because it's just not right. But Ivan had shared pictures of their children on Facebook. And if you take a hard look at those pictures, those kids have got the shit beat out of them. Mm. One with a little boy with a big injury between his eyes. Also, their hair is shaved all the way off. Like, no. you know what I mean? Like not taking care of. Yeah. Um. Or, you know, head lice ensued or something like that. But he has a big injury between his eyes and it's really, really infected. And he also has a gash on his face. And his ear is all infected. And there's a big cut or a big sore, almost like somebody yanked his ear really hard. Or something just not taken care of. Pulling him by his ear. And the other little boy looks like his face has been squeezed hard or something. He has bruises on his face. None oh of these God. kids have been safe. No. None of them. So I have a lot of questions. And, and hopefully now that these children are in the care of the state, which they are, uh, they will feel safe enough to start opening up. Because Maybe. God. where were they when Athena was murdered? Right. What kind of uh, answer were they given about where Athena was when they woke right. up on the 26th and she was gone? What abuse have they witnessed and experienced? Right. I am thinking this was a house of hell for these children. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then you have poor little Adina who's just wandering the streets, mm-hmm. left alone like that. These people Which, are absolute trash. So many questions there. First of all, why would you do that? Were they hoping she would just die? Just disappear and they'd not have to deal with her anymore? Why would you leave her knowing that the discovery of her would lead to some questions about where her sister was? Right. Like, 
you know, sorry for thinking like a criminal here for a minute, but really, why would you leave her after you murdered her sister? Right. She's five. She certainly knows that her sister existed and is not here now. Mm -hmm. You know? But, oh, my God. Now, they don't know. They believe that they left her on Friday and she was found by the mail lady on Tuesday. My God. Can you fathom a five-year-old being no. left alone for multiple days like that to fend for herself, to sleep in that house all alone, to be all alone? Can you imagine how scary? No, I can't. So I have she lots of questions about that. First of all, is this the first time? Yeah. Or have these two been lumped together and left alone lots of times because they didn't want them? According to Grandma's friend, Grandma Jackie's best friend, Tammy, has posted on Facebook quite a bit. And Tammy said that Grandma took care of these little girls for a couple of years. And then one day, her daughter, Jasmine, who is the mother of these children, showed up at the house and took the girls without much of an explanation at all and gave them to these two. And that Grandma Jackie hasn't really seen the kids since the hell and where is jasmine uh, she's where? been cooperating with authorities well she needs to be arrested for abandoning her children right what's really happening there yeah. uh family members have said there's no uh actual like legal custody order in place which i'm i i don't know i i kind of tend to believe that considering that they hadn't put them in school and hadn't taken right. them to the doctor well no that there yeah there was no like oversight going on yep. here at all yep, yep. Mm. uh yeah so again yes at least four adults here have completely failed these little girls and it has resulted in the murder of one and, and undoubtedly the torture you know and neglect of the other right. so i'm really hoping that mom gets more or that not mom but uh that the caregiver yes that Alicia gets more charges because this just does not feel like enough. No. Not at all. And she didn't have any questions about any of this. Like, he takes off to Arizona with her children. Mm -hmm. And she uh, clearly doesn't give a shit. She's just off with her new boyfriend. Well, yeah, this is the yeah, man who murdered a child in her in her company. Mm -hmm. That she and knew that, that it happened. She knew, and she left him to go stay with a new boyfriend in Oklahoma City and left all of those kids there mm. with a man who was capable of murder. Mm. It's just so hard to imagine the fact that she, you know, and, and I've seen some people saying, well, you don't know how terrified she was of him. Maybe she had been abused a lot. Maybe she was scared to death. Uh, bro, she wasn't even living there. She wasn't scared enough to not leave him. No, she wasn't scared enough to uh, be flaunting her new life all over the internet. Right. No, I'm not going to go for that. This is not the behavior of a domestic violence victim at all. Not even close. No. One interesting thing I found is multiple locals. And understand, I mean, the town that these people came from is tiny, like 900 people. Everyone knows each other. Mm -hmm. And people saying that every time you saw her, she was dressed to the nines, all fixed up, hair, nails, expensive clothes, the nine, all nine yards. And the kids were always unkempt, dirty, mm -hmm. looked like they hadn't had their hair brushed in days, not being taken care of. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to really struggle to see this as domestic violence. Well, he did have a domestic violence charge in 2018, so I should step mm. that back. There has been domestic violence in this home, however. But not to the level that she was afraid of him, because she would not be running off with some other guy and mm -hmm. flaunting that information all over. Mm -hmm. If she was so afraid she had to leave her kids behind, she would not mm -hmm. have been showing where she was yep. to anyone. Yep. And I'm sorry, you don't leave your kids with a murderer. No. Come Jesus. on. So that's what we know so far. I would imagine mm -hmm. as this marches through the courts, we'll learn more. Uh, here in a day or two, we should hear an announcement that they have or have not determined that this is Athena, though I think that they're quite sure it is. But, you know, officially yeah. they can't say that until they've had an official uh, identification where, of her. Where is Adina? Adina, I believe, is in state custody. Okay. I think all of the kids are at this point. Good, good. Yeah. Because, yeah, I just, you know, the fact that he did that to one child does not mean the other kids were safe with him. They were not. No. No one is safe with him. No. And, of course, this is just her word. This is just her word. And she has proven so far to be quite the piece of work. So I'm sure his defense is going to have something very different to say. Though, I, I think they both should get first-degree murder charges at this point, to be honest. Definitely. Well, and, you know, I mean, if he was the last one, the last adult to be with the children, and he left Adina behind. Ugh. Yeah. God. Yeah. So, all hail the male lady. Yes. Saved Adina's life. Mm -hmm. And, and unraveled this, because honestly, had they killed Adina too? How long would it be till anybody knew these kids were missing? Right. Right. Because clearly their mother doesn't give a shit. And they're not. There's nobody, you know. There's no oversight. This is no why. Oversight. There's no one looking into these kids. This is why. And I know we have lots of problems with the system and we definitely do. But in a situation like this, those kids should have been placed through foster care. Yeah. So that there was some supervision so that somebody was checking up on them. Yeah. Clearly, that was not the case. Nope. Very, very sad. Yeah. So there you have it. That's all we know. Of course, this is a moving and changing case. So that's what we know up to the minute. But that could change. So with that, Christy, I am going to turn the mic over to you for an equally tragic case. Um, take yeah. it away. Well, let's talk about Anna Walsh. We have yeah. talked already about Anna Walsh several times. Mm -hmm. um, this is Anna and her husband, Brian. Anna has been missing since uh, January 1st. Mm -hmm. Her husband did not report her missing until she didn't show up for work on the 3rd of January. Yeah. When she was, he was questioned by the police about this, he said that she had to fly out on New Year's Day for an emergency work problem, mm -hmm. which turned out to be a total lie. Work yeah. was like, no, she didn't. We didn't have an emergency and we have not seen her. Um, he said that she took an Uber or a taxi or something. She didn't. Her phone was pinging around their property on the 1st and 2nd of January. She clearly did not go anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, last week, Brian was arrested for um, giving misleading information to the police, lying about when she went missing, lying about the work trip, that kind of stuff. And he has been in jail 
um, and he will now be arraigned on murder charges probably Wednesday morning. Um, and he's currently being held on a $500,000 bond. Yep. So they did execute a couple of search warrants last week, one in the house where they found a knife and blood, another in a landfill where they found that trash was dumped from his mother's house, like that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And they found a bloody hacksaw and a few other things. Mm -hmm. um, they've also determined that he, in fact, went to Home Depot um, on the 1st of January and bought $450 worth of cleaning products mm -hmm. and tarps and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so at this point, they've put all of that together and determined that they do believe that she is dead and they do believe that he killed her. Yeah. Um, her body is still missing. Um, it's fairly apparent that he did some kind of dismemberment because yeah. of the hacksaw. And the knife that was found in their basement was broken. Mm -hmm. And so they think probably he started to do that with a knife and broke the mm -hmm. knife. And so he went and got a hacksaw. I mean, what, a, what, a, what other reason would there be for that hacksaw in this mm -hmm. situation? Um, so we shall see what, uh, what the courts do. We don't know a lot about, uh, what other evidence they have. That's all we know we, there. And some of that may be released in the, uh, in the, um, hearing where he's charged and it may yeah. not too. Well, um, it's sealed yeah. as of this afternoon. It's all sealed. Yeah. One of the other things he has been charged with is disinterring a body. And police are not oh. really commenting on that, but that does indicate that he buried her somewhere and then moved mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. uh, so Ugh. some interesting things just to know about Brian Walsh. Brian Walsh was on house arrest at this whole time mm -hmm. because he has been convicted of fraud. It's art fraud. Yeah. He, um, and I'm going to show you one of the pictures. So he sold a couple of paintings like this, saying that they were part of a collection from Andy Warhol called Shadows. Mm -hmm. He sold two of them to a collector in California for $80,000. They're fake. Mm -hmm. So he has been on house arrest, um, really with the courtesy of the court, letting him be on house arrest rather than mm -hmm. being held in jail. Yeah. He's awaiting sentencing mm -hmm. on the, on the fraud, which just so many things come to mind around this that yeah. had he been being held in jail, mm -hmm. would his wife be dead right now? Probably not. Yeah, probably also, not. Also you're on house arrest awaiting your sentence for a fraud and this is your moment that you take to murder your wife. Right. This guy is really messed up. Really, yeah. really messed up. He, people around him have commented that he's a real shyster and that you shouldn't believe mm -hmm. anything he says. He's one of those people that lies about everything. Mm -hmm. But listen to this statement that he submitted to the court. Well, two things. <laughs> um. So prosecutors had asked for a 30-month prison sentence, saying that mm -hmm. he had orchestrated a long, uh, complicated fraud that lasted over many years. Mm 
-hmm. And he had also deceived his victims with his likability communication and his reassurance. So Mm -hmm. he's got a little charisma there to manipulate the shit out of people. Yeah. His attorney asked that he be sentenced to one year of home confinement. And the reason for that, Your Honor, is because he's been used as a pawn by his parents in their acrimonious marital relationship. Oh, gosh, not a pawn. That's so sad. That makes it okay for him to have done all of these terrible things. I mean, are you fucking kidding me with this shit? This is just as bad as that um, Mm -hmm. we were talking about, Katie, in our last episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. So he writes a, a letter to the court in September of 2021. And he says, I'm extremely sorry for my past conduct. I have created a contract for myself. And this is what oh, the contract gosh. says. I am an honest, courageous, loving leader. <sighs> I repeat this contract to myself on a daily basis. I train every day on 100% integrity, 100% of the time. Oh, for the love. Right. Clear Disgusting. up until he murdered his wife. Got yeah. it. Okay. So I'm sure we'll see more happen here. He's going to get arraigned and, you know, things will start moving forward. And um, they must be pretty darn sure because they don't have a body. Um, But, you know, and it used to be that if you didn't have a body, that case just didn't go anywhere. But with forensic evidence now, Mm -hmm. I mean, they have ways to know how much blood she lost. Right. And, you know, potentially what parts of her body he cut on and things like Mm -hmm. that that can indicate to them whether or not she could possibly be alive or not. Sure. I also wonder if their children are witnesses because the kids were initially taken into CPS custody. Right. Her friends who are just so horrified and devastated immediately were like, no, no, no. The kids shouldn't have to be in CPS custody. One of us, we will take them. They've offered, they've petitioned the state. Please just let us take her kids home and we'll take care of them. Mm -hmm. And they have said, absolutely not. They aren't going anywhere, which really makes me think. I mean, they could at some point make an emergency placement uh, with the kids, but they're not doing that. They aren't. They're saying, no, they have to stay put, which really leads me to think the kids are witnesses to at least some of this. They're very little. They're like under six, I think. They're very, they're little. But yes, they, I think that's very true. And of course, you know, their first priority is to make sure those kids are safe. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Dad is most certainly not a safe person. Mm -hmm. But I can, I think you're right about that, that if there's potential that they're a witness to anything, they're going to keep them Mm -hmm. under wraps. Um, because their their word might be really important yeah. at this time. Yeah. So sad for the kids, though. Oh, gosh. Just so sad. This whole thing is just horrifying. There's also been a squadron of Brian supporters who have really mm-hmm. tried to smear Anna online and make it sound like she was really the mastermind behind the paintings and that she's really the shyster. She's the one, and he's just taken the fall for her. And boy, her friends and family have come out in spades to talk about what an absolutely wonderful person she was and Mm -hmm. and her coworkers too. And what a wonderful, uh, you know, that she was a person with integrity and kindness and she was just so beautifully adored and loved. And, but it really makes me sad to see that people have tried so hard to uh, destroy her online. Like, she's the one missing. 
She's the one feared dead. I don't care what she did. It, she didn't deserve this. Yeah. And honestly, that's really typical of somebody like Brian mm -hmm. to yep. be making those statements to other people yeah. and smearing her to try to make mm -hmm. himself look better and, you know, to try to take responsibility off from himself. Mm -hmm. That's very typical. Yeah. Doesn't mean sure. it's true. She was never charged mm -hmm. and he's convicted. So, yep. you know, that seems like utter bullshit to me entirely yep well we will certainly keep an eye on both of these cases and continue to update them but we felt like big big happenings in both um just today so we felt like that was best for us to get it right out to you definitely and we'll we'll continue you know we're looking at a lot of other things that are going on right now the shooting on Mar at, at a martin luther king event mm -hmm. uh, a shooting in goshen california um that looks to be related to a drug cartel or something mm -hmm. six members of the same family including a 10-month-old baby mm -hmm. were yep. killed and those are well, all things we'll, larry we'll... miliette was in court today oh well, he was mm -hmm. i didn't know that what did he mm -hmm. Do we know yet what came from that? No, I haven't had a chance to look at it. I've been so busy uh, with all this. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. of course, we will be back Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Mountain mm -hmm. for case updates. That's our live stream on YouTube and Facebook, and we'll have updates in all of these cases for you. Yep. Sometimes it's hard to choose what to cover. We can't cover it all. <laughs> mm -hmm. But we want and to then, cover as much of it as we can. For sure. And then on Thursday morning... We are headed to Fremont County, Idaho, to sit mm -hmm. in on the court proceedings uh, in De Belvalo. That's yes. going to be super interesting. It's very important. Big rulings here that uh, really affect this case moving forward, and yeah. we want to be there for it. So we are going to go to court, and then we'll do an episode telling you all about it. So yes. that's coming this week as well. Yeah. So we have we have lots coming. So. Mm -hmm. We'll, we'll try to update you on absolutely everything we can. So thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and comment. It helps us to grow, and we do really appreciate your support and your constant presence with us here. And you know it. We are the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. Take care.